Hey everyone, and thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It is your host, Sam. So happy to be back recording and um, just absorbing um, this outlet. I'm just so happy to kind of finally (laughs) be able to do this in my new place. So I recently moved. It was very unexpected. And what I mean by that is that I kind of had time. I still have about another week that I could have moved, but I felt like, you know, I had opportunities to kind of seize them um, as, sorry, as, you know, they presented themselves. So we moved a little bit earlier than we anticipated or we had discussed, just took the opportunity, ran with it. Um, not necessarily mad at it. So I've been adjusting and trying to get into the group of things and get things, you know, unpacked and organized and situated. And I'm definitely more in a more, I'm definitely in a more comfortable spot, um, a lot more space. And it definitely aligns with a lot of the things that I have manifested over the past couple months, if not years. And it encompasses a whole new energy, a whole new, um, level of hustle, if you will in order to maintain and to truly embrace what it is and what this place offers. And so I'm just so grateful to be here and so grateful to be, um, to have this kind of opportunity. And I know it's such a blessing, especially in the pandemic and what it has, um, how it has affected a lot of us. I think I mentioned this in my grieving episode of talking about the shift and stuff like that. But for those of you who don't know, Yes, um, I've definitely shifted. A lot of things have been going on, obviously, in the background, things that are usually out of my control. Um, And I've had to do a lot of resetting. I've had to do a lot of just understanding life from a different perspective. And something that's kind of been happening more recently is this concept of me, you know, viewing my ego from a whole new light. So, you know, when we're talking about the ego or when I refer to the ego, ego, I'm referring to that big chested or that person who is without a doubt makes up the personality, makes up the, some, sometimes the decisions, um, carries the, the hard hitter, carries the spunk, carries the, um, you know, just the overall uh, message that is the person, but it doesn't necessarily reflect the more um, vulnerable, sensitive, reserved type of side um, to oneself. And that ego has shown up in a lot of conversations with myself. Um, So how I handle things, because I'm such a processor and I'm such a person who's always trying to understand outcomes and understand my my point in all of this and where do I stand and what am I doing and what does this mean? I'm really big at having, you know, conversations with myself. So this may be very vocal. This may be aloud just the way I'm speaking right now, or sometimes it's just in my head and I'm just kind of just, you know, talking about, to myself about different outcomes and what this means. And, you know, um, it usually goes off of emotions and also just the idea of what I view myself or how I view myself. It's not necessarily the reality, um, unfortunately, as much as I try to tie that in, but it's more of um, who I think I am and who I want to be and reminding myself that 
I may be misaligned or I may not be on the right track or I may not be viewing um, the circumstances from my normal or my level-headed self. And so in order to correct those things, I need to deploy my ego to be able to take control or take back control of whatever things that may be going awry and do it with confidence, do it with, you know, um, I'm going to check you before you check me. Who do you think you are? Da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So this can be aggressively, this can be subliminally, this can be petty. This can be, um, you know, with little sucker punches. This can be professionally aggressive. Um, there's so many different ways in which, you know, my ego shows up or it wants to show up. But what has been happening um, more recently is that Although I have those conversations with myself, kind of premeditating my interactions and my experiences, what ends up actually happening, the actual encounter looks nothing, nothing like <laughs> the conversation that I've had personally within myself. And it's super, super uncomfortable, almost out of body. So, you know, life's journey really, really does whatever the hell it wants to do. Okay. And we all kind of know that, but as we practice self-care, self-growth, um, and just understanding oneself and recognizing oneself, there are things that we are responsible for and have to take accountability of, and that may be bad habits, triggers, um, unforeseen circumstances, things that we handle negatively, or we handle in a way that we wouldn't necessarily want to handle, um, there's a lot of nature versus nurture understanding more or less, you know, how we have, we have an opportunity to create a different impact. We have an opportunity to create a different outcome. If we tweak the way that we naturally, um, we naturally gravitate toward these, towards these different things and handle these different things. And so sometimes the uh, moments arise in a confrontation, a conversation, and other times it can be a storm. So what I'm referring to is a, is, is a event, a life event, if you will, that can, is basically has all the ingredients to be hella traumatic. So this life event event is intended to trigger you in so many different ways. It's intended to rub you the wrong way. It's intended to just shake everything up. Now y'all know about that Mercury retrograde. I talked about that last year in my podcast and how it, in my opinion, has a lot to do with the season that we're in right now and how difficult it can be. Now I, boy, I'm not a fan of Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde always finds its way to be very sneaky and conniving and hurtful and eye-opening at the same time. But I have vowed in so many different ways to ensure that I take responsibility wherever I can, as far as my behavior, my well-being, my thought process, my impact, the things that I, I can control. So one of those things being is the hard work that I put on myself, you know, to really adjust the things that I have learned through time or never really questioned, um, haven't circled back. And what I mean by that more specifically is the ways in which we handle conflict, the ways that we view traumatic experiences, the ways that we speak to ourselves when it comes to 
um, things that, you know, are stressful to deal with and are hard to understand, um, you know, that whole package, just really, really thinking hard about that because the way that anger shows up in my life has been a really big catalyst to um, how I handle things. And I'm not a fan of it anymore. I don't like that side of me. I don't like the Enid in me. Um, And I've been trying for years to really just redesign that whole side of my life and take on just some, some better habits, some better ways of doing things. So that way I can elevate myself. I can put myself in a place to win. I can allow myself to enjoy the finer things, not allow certain things to take control over me, create worse experiences, um, define me, you know, put me in a place where I feel out of body, just really, 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 really try really hard to just shift um, the trajectory that I've been in and take accountability and how I participate in traumatic experiences and things of that nature. Now, again, with any kind of change or goals or um, decision-making, things like this take time. They take um, intentional effort. You know, life is going to come at you fast in so many different ways. But, you know, like I always say, it's not what happens, it's how you deal with it. And I've been making a very, 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 very big point to deal with things differently because they, especially the parts where you feel like you are just hitting your head against a brick wall. That's so uncomfortable. Um, it's so frustrating to be in those places. And the concept that I guess I kind of have adopted um, in in kind of it's in a whole new world is basically the concept that, you know, if it's not working, you need to one, go back to the drawing board, you know, start over, really reconsider certain things. Um, just look at things from a different purview because the reality is, is that it's not that it's broken. It just needs to be redesigned. It needs to be rethought. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is trash. It just needs to be recycled. It needs to be repurposed. And so that's what I've been doing. Now, I talked about this in my Instagram post um, earlier this week, but something that's kind of been coming to mind um, has been the concept of leading by example. I think it's important, especially for me, um, when it comes to navigating certain things, I need an example. I need something that gives me a little tidbit, gives me a little nugget, so that way I can be able to rethink the things that I once thought were true or the things that I once thought were okay. I'm not asking for the answers. I'm asking for the tutorial on better yet, how to step-by-step in this way. It may not be the way that I eventually adopt, but it's a really good example of just how, you know, you can wiggle out of things in a different way and not be as damaged or um, have more setbacks that you don't necessarily need. So I will be carrying out the leading by example fairly soon, um, using basically isolated incidents and talking about my experiences and how I was able to navigate those things differently. And it'll probably be a lot of, a lot shorter, easier to digest and more suggestive than this podcast in itself. But I think it's really exciting because it gives people just different 
quick and easy different things that people can kind of look at and reapply or consider for, you know, their life challenges. Well, going back to just these storms and how, you know, um, it's so easy for us to get swept up into it and have the aftermath that we are so taken back by because we just can't believe that this is really our life. This is really what we're dealing with at the moment. Um, I think one thing to always, you know, think of when it comes to storms is to understand that there will be storms. Okay. Let's start there. Don't be wowed or taken back by the fact that unforeseen circumstances, um, hurtful things, uh, frustrating things, head scratchers, um, triggers, things that rub you wrong are actually happening. So that, that right there, we need to let that go because it is more than likely going to happen. The likelihood of that happening is about a hundred percent. Okay. They may vary. Um, but the reality is it's going to happen. So once we understand, okay, guys, Hey, this is what's going to happen. Now we need to assess how do we want to handle it? What are the, what are some of the things that we know about ourselves based off of other spats or arguments or conflicts that we don't necessarily like? Because the reality is going through a storm can be so, um, such a sidetrack, you know, that it just completely blows you out the water. And the debrief of that encounter, that experience can be really, really detrimental. Something I learned was that, you know, emotions only last about 30 to 90 seconds or 60 seconds. And it is the memories and the feelings that we attach to it that allow it to live on within us. And once I understood that, I really, really started to just think differently about how I attach meaning to life events, certain circumstances, and I had to reevaluate what exactly is worth the additional headache or the thoughts or the worrying or the stressing, etc. So, um, that kind of, you know, caused me to just really, really take hold on, um, some of the things that bother me the most, some of the things that, you know, truly, um, put me in a place of uncomfortableness. And I had to reevaluate basically my tactics, the, the ways that I cope or the ways that I um, handle the situation. Was it healthy? Was it productive? Did it create the outcomes? Was I considering other people's feelings? Was I considering my own feelings and how I'm able to de-stress? Um, what am I able to take away from this circumstance? Um, you know, there's so much, obviously, as a Virgo and as a very, very critical thinker, I'm kind of processing and trying to understand and, and decipher from, you know, everything that I'm going through. Well, when you're talking about your peace and how important that is, now peace is something that it differs from every single person, but my definition would have to be the calming, rest assuring um, feeling that you get when you are prepared, when you are well-equipped, where you are protected, where you are, um, valued, you are seen, you are, you know, um, truly doing what you're supposed to be doing. You are being who you're supposed to be. That to me is peace. 
That to me is the person that we all should strive for whenever we can. Now, peace doesn't always, it's not always there, especially when we are experiencing growth periods or tumultuous periods where we're just not ourselves. We are kind of in a place where we are finding ourselves or experiencing a great deal of change. Um, we, we, we digress, you know, from the, the peace that we seek or that we want. Now, this peace is within. It is usually something that feels right, something that feels like you own the show, you own the circumstance, you own the experience. You are welcoming the experience because you are ready. You are ready. You're more than ready. And so as you do that, you recognize, you know what? I can get through this. You know what? It's not that bad. So just just reiterating, you know, accompanying this, the change opportunity with being or, you know, being in search of or um, basically walking towards being peaceful. Um, those two are very critical in, um, handling the storm, recognizing the storm, understanding the storm, you know, um, getting through the storm almost unscathed. Um, I experienced this this week and it's something that I've never, ever experienced before, which I'm really excited about because I felt like it wasn't about right or wrong. It was more about the care that was taken within the storm, the amount of work, effort, um, understanding that was given, just the steps that were taken to handle the storm accordingly. And seeing myself, you know, put myself in a place to win. Not necessarily, okay, again, I just said it's not about winning or losing. But what I mean is, is that I'm proud of myself. I'm very proud at how, you know, I was able to um, handle the situation in a mature, um, respectable way. Um, I was able to not allow the triggers that I felt, oh man, boy, them triggers were boiling within me. Okay. That Enid button was boiling within me. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. That's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here here for. You know, we work too hard. We put ourselves through so much. We've taught ourselves. We understand so much. You know, some people can attach, for instance, a saying or a memory to, um, you know, a circumstance that they're not necessarily happy with or a circumstance that they're, trying to get through and use that to carry them. But there was an energy that I took on, that I believed in, that I used to elevate me in a way that the storm did not put me in a place where I felt at ease, where I felt I didn't belong, where I felt I had to maneuver things differently. I had to rethink everything that I was doing. I felt confident. I felt good. I felt you know, protected. I I felt, you know, at an advantage and I felt proud of myself mainly because I took hold of the situation in a way that, like I said, was respectable, mature, um, good hearted, you know, and just mindful. 
And no matter what, you know, um, the storm threw at me, I genuinely, genuinely was able to allow it to, you know, not define my response. My response was defined by me and what I wanted for myself and who I want to be and who I see myself as not as, um, reactive as I used to be or once was, or have been, you know, and that was so important to me. It was so important to me, especially coming from a place of toxicity, um, to be very careful, very mindful, very, um, very aware of how I handle conflict, handle storms, handle, um, stressful situations, because it was very easy for me to go to a negative place, to go to a, um, become a catalyst for additional drama, additional trauma, additional stress. But it was very, even more important to be honest with you, for me to recognize that my mechanisms in which that I fought with or dealt with were not working for me. They were um, taught to me, but they weren't me. They weren't who I am. They weren't who I want to be. They aren't who I um, believe, you know, in. So it really, really, really put me in such a different light that I've never seen myself in. And I'm so, you know, surprised. I think that's the biggest thing is being so surprised and caught off guard at how, I don't know, just how different, you know, I looked at things and how um, important it is to continue to manifest, continue to breathe life into the energy you want, you wish to keep, the person you wish to be, the, um, the things that, you know, means, mean something to you. I truly and truly feel like, you know, when we do a lot of our work to be a better person, a lot of it is unnoticed, you know, and sometimes we're screaming for others to see, but other times we're screaming for ourselves to see, to believe it, to believe that all the hard work that I've been putting in behind the scenes over and over again, um, with or without the support of others is really paying off. It's working out. It's proving to be what, what maybe others say it's going to be, or it, it fulfills me in a way that I couldn't fulfill myself before. You know, I'm aligned with who I want to be. There's so many times that we're just behind the scenes doing our thing, hustling, trying, you know, really trying to avoid things, having boundaries, you know, reliving negative experiences to just think of them differently or understand them. We're going to therapy. We're just really, 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 really trying to lean on our dream team, lean on our faith, recognize the strengths within us believe in those strengths, apply those strengths, but to have an end result that was so reassuring makes it all worth it. It makes it all worth it because the reality is, is that it doesn't matter if it doesn't result in the outcome in which we're looking for. We're in search of, whether it be peace or um, just being a better person in general, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. If you're sitting there, you know, studying, mimicking, you know, reading, 
listening to me, whatever, whatever. And you get prompted, you get prompted with an opportunity that you get to decide, Hey, are you going to put all of the things into action? Or are you going to continue down that same path, continue down that same, um, you know, end result and not necessarily expect a different result, but allow yourself to go right back where you started to remind yourself as to why you started in the first place. That's with any goal. Yes, I know, but there's so much reward to be had if you really, really take the time to consider that this is a crossroad. Every time I get to this part, I do it in a way that I don't like, or I handle it in a way that I don't like, or I forget everything that I worked so hard for. And then it's like, what's the point? You get discouraged. So applying and pushing through those, those maybe internal urges is so necessary, so necessary. And I'm so grateful to have been able to do that and see that. And, you know, I cross-checked it. Don't get me wrong. I reached out to my dream team. I let them know about the storm that I had, what my moves were, what I did, how did I handle things? Because those are the people who are going to say, yo, what were you thinking? Or, you know what? I'm so excited for you. I cannot believe that this is what you did. What? You've been talking about this. You've been really waiting on your moment and you did it. And I got such great feedback where almost validation to just recognize that, you know what? It's worth it. You know what? This is where I need to be. You know what? This is amazing. And I'm I'm nothing but grateful. I'm nothing but happy. And I hope to continue to grow. And I hope to really encourage others to continue to apply themselves or put themselves in a place to win just like that. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. Oh, how I've missed this. Um, and I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode. Thank you everyone for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. And to, you know, hear great affirmations and great feel good content and quotes and things like that. Um, you definitely want to check out my Instagram, everything in me, IG. That is where I post daily, multiple times, at least on my story of different things, um, that deal with mental health and depression and well-being and confidence and all self-esteem, you name it on there. So if you definitely want to get more of that feel good and just aha, definitely check that out. It bleeds on over into my Facebook. So check out everything in me FB, and then you'll be able to get that in from that content as well too. So, you know, if you don't hear anything from me, you can definitely find it on my social media. Thank you guys for listening again. And I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.